0: welcome to the christian bay podcast where christ and culture connects grab your journal you are watching a master at work hey y'all welcome to the christian bay tv and podcast where christ and culture connects i pray that you guys are having a wonderful day we are back at it again for another weekly episode and i am so excited to dive into today's work with you guys but first i just want to say thank you guys for all of the birthday wishes all of the birthday gifts that you sent i really appreciate it um and yeah, I was just overwhelmed with all of the love. So I just wanted to start off by saying thank you. Now, I'm really excited to get into the word. So that's what we are just about to do. Today, we're going to be talking about not without fire. So grab your journals because it's going to be a lot of notes. Grab your journals. We're coming from the book of Daniel chapter three, verses 15 through 18. Now, if you hear some paper like this, In the background, that's just because I have so many notes to share with you guys. And y'all know I like my podcasts and my videos unedited, uncut. Like I'm not trying to try to get on here and pretend to be perfect. I'm just here to give y'all the word, okay? So you may hear me flipping through the pages, but that's just because I'm trying to make sure I give y'all everything that God gave me. Speaking of not being perfect... If you follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore, if you don't, you need to. But if you do, you know that last week I went on a rant on my story about purpose, and I was talking about how I haven't been on Instagram Live since like November. I haven't done Bay Bible Study on Wednesdays or Fridays because I've just been praying and preparing for this year, 2021, and getting vision and clarity from God. Now, last week I posted on my Instagram and I said the attacks are real heavy in this season. Um, just keep praying and pushing through. And then after that, the attacks didn't lighten up. So then I posted and I was like, I'm going live. It was Monday night. I went live at 7.30 PM and I went live and we had a great time. After that, I went on a rant on my story and I was saying how with me seeking clarity from God and really just understanding what he wants me to do in this season, I don't feel pressured to make God move faster. A lot of times when it comes to our purpose or when it comes to social media specifically, we feel like we must push out content. We feel like we must continue to create and we sometimes move ahead of God's timing, whether it's with our business or whether it's with our purpose, whether it's in relationships or just in life in general, we always feel the need to keep up with others and I was saying I know you guys miss me going live and I know it looks like you know it's the new year so everybody wants to push out the new but I'm not starting until God tells me to so last week Monday God allowed me to go live and I went live for the first time this year and I gave the word and do you guys know I took a 20 second clip from that live and I posted it on my Instagram on my Instagram reel and it's currently viral like it's viral. It's been viral since my birthday, I think. Um, And it has like over 11,000 likes. And it was confirmation that this is a heavy season because that's what I was talking about. I was talking about the attacks that are happening in the season. And so many people can relate to it that it's viral. But it's also confirmation that when you move, when God wants you to, he'll show you why his timing is best. He'll show you why I had you waiting and I had you in my presence and I had you hearing from me because when you do speak I'm going to show you that this is actually what my people need to hear and they needed to hear it in his timing not in my time and if I would have said God is January 1st I haven't been live since November I can't pray I can't wait on you I need to hurry up and go live my followers my page my engagement and all this other stuff that social media tells you to worry about if I would have been focused on that it wouldn't have produced the same quality that it did when I waited on God to tell me to move so I posted a 20-second clip from that live and it went viral, and my notifications are going crazy right now, and it just confirms that God's timing is the best timing. And I don't know why He placed it on my heart to share that. But if you're worried about your business or you're worried about your purpose or you're worried about a specific timetable, do not try to keep up with other people, do not focus on what other people are doing, whether they're producing quicker than you, producing more than you, you stay connected to God. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. And when you see God's timing, when you seek God's approval, he will exalt you over anybody else that you can watch or anybody else that you can compare yourself to. It's not just about producing content like social media will tell you. You need to be doing what God is calling you to do. You need to be moving according to his will, according to his word, according to his standard and what he has for you to do. It wasn't for me to be on live the first week, the second week, the third week. It wasn't for me to be in people's face at that time, creating content at that time. He had me hidden because he wanted me to produce content and produce a live at a particular time for a specific reason and when I did that it produced the results to show that this is what his people needed it wasn't about it wasn't about, and it is not about content six, seven, eight times a day. It is not about keeping up with an algorithm. It is not about keeping up with other people and other businesses and other ministries and making sure that you're seeing. It's, it's not about that when you really get to the root of it. It's about what do people need to hear from God in this season? What is God saying in this season? What is God doing in this season? And what does he want his people to hear? That's what it's about. And that's why I don't try to pressure myself to stick to algorithms algorithm or to stick to a particular time or to stick to a specific schedule because I never want my timetable or my plan or my opinion to override the spirit and the moving of God. You have to move according to God's timing and when you do that you will see that God you told me to go live and you told me to make this real and I see that now I think it has like 11,000 likes. Over 11,000 people needed this encouragement. They needed to hear this. They needed to know that they're not the only one experiencing the heaviness of the season but their god knows what we're going through and that he still has a word for us he's still telling us to hold on to his faith it's about the word it's about god's message it's about what god is saying in this season allow that to be what moves you allow that to be your timetable allow that to be the purpose behind the content that you create and watch the fruit that you get from that because it's god-led and not man-led sorry y'all i did not plan to go on that rant i'm so sorry but Somebody needed to hear it because God placed it on my heart. Back to today's word, okay? Back to today's word. So when God woke me up today and I was doing my quiet time and I was praying, what God said to me for today's title, it is not without fire. And when I first wrote it down, I wrote without fire. And then I put not in parentheses because what he was saying to me is, the promise that I'm promising you, the purpose that I have for you, the steps that I've ordered for your life, they're not going to come without fire. A lot of times we like to be stuck on the prosperity of it. We like to be stuck on, yeah, you're going to get abundance. Yeah, you're going to go overflow. Yeah, God has a plan for your life. You know, we love to hear that. We love to hear that message. We love to receive that word. But what God said to me today is I need you to let them know that it's not going to come without fire. It's not going to happen without fire. There's going to be some fire. There's going to be some pushback that you're going to experience experience before you receive my promise, before you receive the purpose that I have for you, before you receive the prosperity that I have for you. You're going to experience some fire. It's not going to come without fire. So when he gave me that word, not without fire, I was sitting there and I was just like, okay, so I'm going to be talking to them about experiencing fire because the heaviness in the season and the attacks in the season, that's that's the fire, how heavy it is and the attacks and the spiritual warfare that comes with it, that's the fire. So I said, okay, God, but if you're saying it's not going to come without fire, your word tells us that all things work according to our good. So I want to know what are the benefits of the fire because you're not just going to send it just to hurt us. There, may, there must be some purpose in this fire. So I said, What are the benefits of the fire? And then that led me, to, I went onto Google and I typed in benefits of fire. I began to do my research. And when I typed in benefits of fire, this article came up and it says, The first thing that fire does is it removes low growing underbrush. And then the second thing, the second benefit of fire is it cleans the forest floor of debris. Then the third thing said, the benefit of fire is it opens it up to sunlight. And the fourth benefit of fire was it nourishes the soil. The soil, I'm sorry. yeah, It nourishes the soil. So the final thing said, um, and then it had a little subtitle under it. It said reducing this competition for nutrients allows established trees to grow stronger and healthier. So when I read that, when I read that it removes, and I read that it cleans, and I read that it opens, and I read that it nourishes, and I read that it reduces the competition for nutrients, I said, okay, God, so you're saying we can't get to the purpose or we can't get to the promise without fire. It's not going to happen without fire. This must be what fire does for us in our journey with you fire must remove something and fire must clean something up and fire must open something up and fire must nourish something and fire must reduce something but what is it that it's removing what is it that it cleans So if you're taking notes, I want you to write down the benefits of fire. And under fire, you can put trials and tribulations. You can put problems. You can put spiritual warfare. You can put setbacks. You can put the end of relationships. You can put the end of friendships. Whatever your fire is in your life, whatever the issue that you're currently facing in your life, I want you to put it under the word fire. So benefits of fire. And the first benefit of fire is it removes. It removes the parts of you that God no longer wants to be attached to you whether that's a person, whether that's a thing, whether that's him removing you from a place. He's removing the parts of you that need to be removed before he can take you to the new, that needs to be removed before he can take you to that promise, that needs to be removed before he can take you to that purpose and that prosperity. He said, you're not gonna get to it without fire. It's not gonna happen without fire. So the first thing I must do is I must remove some parts of you in order to prepare you for what I'm calling you to. And the second benefit of fire is that it cleans. So the parts of you that's still left now those parts of you must be molded to be made brand new. Now those parts of you must be clean. Now those parts of you must be restored back to the way that God wanted it to be originally. When we get in this world and we live in our flesh, there are certain parts of us that God placed within us, but it becomes dirty because of this world. It becomes dirty because of encounters and different experiences that we experience in life. So God said, first, I must remove the parts of you that I don't want on you. And next, the fire will help me clean the parts of you that are still there there. And after that, the benefit, the third benefit of the fire is the fire opens it up to sunlight. So now that I've removed those old parts and now that I've cleaned those dirty parts, you're being opened up to receive my Holy Spirit. Now you're open. Now you're made new. Now you're back to perfection. Now you're like a new creation and you're open up to my sunlight. Now you're open up to my Holy Spirit. I can get my light in you now. I can begin to work through you now. Now you look blameless. Now I've covered you and the blood of jesus which has wiped you like snow and made you brand new it says it removes and then it cleans and then it opens up to sunlight because now i can place my holy spirit in you because i've taken you through the removal and the cleaning process and the fourth benefit of fire is it nourishes the soil soil now i can plant good seeds in this soil because you've already went through the removal you've already went through the cleansing now you're opened up and i'm nourishing you now with my holy spirit i'm nourishing you now with my word. I'm nourishing you now with a new mindset. I'm renewing in you a new mindset. I'm renewing in you a new heart, creating a new heart in you. This soil is about to be good ground for me to plant my word on because you've already begun to go through the process of the benefit of fire. And then lastly, it says reducing this competition for nutrients allows established trees to grow stronger and healthier. Because we are already established right now. I'm already a person. But if I go through the fire, then I go through a process that will reduce the competition for nutrients. What gives us nutrients? What makes us stronger? What makes us healthier? That's God's presence. The presence of God is what makes us healthier. The presence of God is what makes us stronger. So we must go through the fire. We must experience the benefits of fire To grow stronger and healthier, it says going through the fire reduces the competition of nutrients. It reduces it, which means without going through the fire, it is still some competition there. There's still some parts of you that must be removed. There's still some old residue of the old you and that old relationship and that old mindset and your old way of thinking and your old decisions is still there. So God said, let them know that they can't get to this promised land without the fire. They can't get to the new without the fire. There's some benefits that come with the fire. I know the world tells you that fire is bad. I know it looks like it's always not good, but there's some Benefits with fire. So I need you to go through that fire because it's gonna remove some things and then it's gonna clean the things that are still there. And after you're cleaned, it's gonna open you up to my sunlight, it's gonna open you up to my Holy Spirit, and then I can nourish that soil and I can plant a word within you, I can plant my spirit within you, I can plant a seed within you that will produce a tree and establish person that's stronger and healthier. God said, Let them know you can't get to the promise without fire. Not without fire so after he gave me that word and after I did my research I said okay God like I I need some scripture and we're talking about fire so of course I immediately think of the furnace I immediately think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego immediately because fire furnace I, I just thought of them immediately so I went to the book of Daniel and God had me to read the full chapter of Daniel 3 but the verses we're gonna focus on today is Daniel 3 verses 15 through 18 and it says this is This is the king talking to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And he said in verse 15, Daniel 3 verse 15, it says, I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Now, if you're not familiar with the story, this is the story of the king and these three workers of his... Um... Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, y'all, I keep trying not to mess up their name, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are the three workers, and the king is telling him that I've built, telling them that I've built a gold statue, and when the music plays, you're supposed to bow down to it, and he says, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you one more chance, because he already, they already did not bow down to it, so he's saying in verse 15, I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments, but if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace a furnace is a fire pit basically and it says and then what god will be able to rescue you from my power verse 16 says Shadrach Meshach and Abednego replied oh Nebuchadnezzar that's the king we do not need to defend ourselves before you Verse 17 says, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Now, I don't know about y'all, but the part that had me weak was when they said, but even if he doesn't, even if my God doesn't come through, even if my God doesn't fix this problem, even if he doesn't rescue me from this trial and tribulation, even if he doesn't show up in my relationship, even if he doesn't help me with this financial situation, even if he doesn't change the doctor's report, I want to make it clear to you. They said, we will make it clear to you. I'm gonna make it clear to you who my God is. Even if he don't wanna show you that you're wrong, I'm going to show you that you're wrong and I'm going to make it clear to you. And they said, we will make it clear to you, your majesty. And when I, when I read that, I circled it and put LOL because it's like, I'm not even trying to disrespect the fact that you king, but I want you to know who the real king is in my life. So we will make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you have set up. This is the type of faith that God wants us to have. Even if he doesn't fix the problem, even if he doesn't change the situation, even if he doesn't allow it to work out in my favor, I'm going to make it clear to you myself that I'm never going to turn my back on him my faith will never be waived by the circumstance that you throw my way your majesty i understand you have a title i understand you're a king i understand you have authority i understand that you're used to people doing what you say but even if my father in heaven don't step in i will make it clear to you that this is who i serve So the verse that God told me to really dissect and break down was 15 through 18. But the main verse we're going to focus on is verse 15. And it says, I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. It ends off and says, and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power. And what God said to me when I read that last sentence is, "With it's not without the fire that you can get to the promise because the fire is what does the revealing. You need the fire to really see the true details of the promise. You need the fire to see the characteristics of God. You need the fire to really have your faith activated to the next level. You have to experience the fire. So that's why God is saying, I know I promised you some things that I know you know I'm good, And I know, you know, I have prosperity for you, but you're not going to get to it without the fire. Because what I want you to understand with verse 15 is it says, and then what God, and God told me to understand where it says what God, because the fire makes room for God to reveal himself. See, the King was trying to come against their belief. The King was trying to come against their faith. He said, and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power. Who is this God that you talk about? Who is this God that you're serving there's, there's people wondering who is this god that you be praying to who is this god that you got in your bio that say God first who is this God that you're always talking about on Instagram who is this God and the king said and then what God and God said let them know that the fire makes room for me to reveal myself the fire is where God has room to really step in and show the questioners or the naysayers or the people who are wondering who he is the fire makes room for him to make his appearance known and then we you continue to read it it says and then what god will be able to rescue you and he said let them know that with the rescue you part you needing help makes room for god to show you how much he loves you see the fire makes room for god to reveal to you his love the fire makes room for god to reveal to you your purpose in his life your fire makes room for god to reveal to you your position and how you're the son and you're the daughter of a king and how he'll go above and beyond for you he'll cause crooked paths to become straight he'll He'll cause fire not to burn you. He'll cause the hell that you go to not to change you or stop you from getting to the destiny he's called you to. He said, let them know that the fire makes room for me to show my love for them. The fire makes room for me to show you you. The fire makes room for me to show you what I'll do for you, how I'll move on your behalf, how I'll go out the way to make your day. The fire makes room for me to reveal my love for you. I have to let you go in it. You can't get to this promise without the fire, not without the fire. The prosperity can't come without the fire because it makes room for me to show you how I love you and then when you continue to read the sentence it says and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power and he told me to underline my power and he said with, with that my power part the fire makes room for me to overcome whatever power thought it had control of your life. There's some things in your life and it thinks it has the power. There's some people in your life and they think they have the power over you. There's some jobs in their life and they think they have the power over you. It's a health issue and it thinks it has the power over you. There's some children and some friends and some loved ones and they think they have the power over you. Your school thinks it has the power over you. It thinks it has authority. It thinks it designed you. It thinks it called you. It thinks it knew you in your mother's room and God God said, whatever part of their life has the power or thinks it has the power or is in on a pedestal, store or has become an idol. I want to show that my power can override that power. My power can override that king. My power can override that opinion. My power can override that health report. My power can override those naysayers. My power can override those divorce papers. My power can override that car situation and that bill that's due. My power can override that thing that that thinks it has power in your life. So he said, let them know that the fire makes room for me to overcome and override whatever power that thought it had control in their life. So if you're sowing a seed today, we're sowing the make it clear seed. Because even if, even if the situation don't change, even if it don't change right away, even if it don't change like I thought it was, I'm going to make it clear that I know who my God is. I'm going to make it clear that I understand that I can't get to the promised land without the fire. I understand the benefits of the fire now. I understand the position that I have. I understand who I am in the kingdom. And I'm going to make it clear to this thing and this test that's in front of me, this thing that keeps me up at night, the opinions of others and what they saying about me, this job and this school work and this health issue and this this family dysfunction. I'm going to make it clear to this situation. I'm going to make it clear to this problem. I'm going to make it clear to this trial and tribulation of who is in control here, who, tri- who clearly has the power, who is my God and what my God will do for me and how my God feels about me. I'm going to make it clear so if you're sowing a seed the seed title is make it clear and the information will be in the description box you can sow it to Dollar sign the christian bay on cash app and the title is make it clear because this is the season to make it clear i understand the attacks are heavy i understand it's coming back to back i understand it seems like you can't catch a break i understand it seems like as soon as you take one step up you 10 steps back as soon as you come up for air it's another wave it's another attack it's another issue it's another opinion it's another person that needs you it's another financial setback i understand that the way Waves are coming mighty, but God is saying you can't get to the promise without the fire, not without the fire. I know that the texts are heavy, but I need you to understand there's some removing that's happening in these waves. And there's some cleans- cleansing that's going on with this fire. And there's some opening up that's being done. And there's some perspectives being changed. And there's some breakthrough that's happening in the midst of the fire, in the midst that seems like it's a mess. In the midst of it feels like you breaking, God is saying that there are some breakthroughs. So this is the season where I'm going to make it clear. I'm sowing my seed. I'm planting my feet and I'm making it clear that my God is for me, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of the fire that's around me. I understand I can't get to the promised land without the fire because I understand his plan. Now, this work was so big and so deep that there's a part two. And I'm gonna talk about part two on this week. Bay Bible Study is back. So make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. I will be going live this Wednesday. And I'm going to go live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore. And we're going to be talking about part two of this word, not without fire. So if you have any questions, um, like what is the purpose of the fire in my life? How do I know if I caused the fire or if God sent the fire? You can always go to my website, thechristianbay.com and book a one-on-one. Or you can simply tune into Bay Bible Study on Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll be answering some questions for you guys. And God has also given me another scripture to dive into the second part. So I can't wait to speak to you guys on Tuesday and share with you guys the rest of this word. Because this word, y'all, it really just set my soul on fire. Okay, it set it on fire. So let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to tap into your presence. But most of all, God, we want to thank you for giving us clarity for the fire. Father God, we're experiencing so many attacks and so many tests in this season. Father God, 2021 has started off with a bang. But Father God, this is no surprise to you. Father God, it is not confusing to you. Father God, and you are still in control. Father God, your word still stands. Your purpose will still come to pass. Father God, you're still releasing favor. You're still releasing abundance you're still loving us, Father God. Even in the midst of a season that seems heavy, even in the midst of a season that seems like it lacks clarity, it seems like it doesn't make sense, it seems like it's not getting better, Father God. Your word is reassuring us that even in the fire we still have favor. That even in the fire you're still pulling out destiny. That even in the fire you're still seeing the best in me, Father God. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this revelation. We thank you for this fire, Father God, because we know that through the fire we we will be made brand new. We know that through the fire we will get closer to you we know that through the fire we will be used by you we know that through the fire your word will prove to be true we thank you father god and we love you and we'll forever praise your name father god and we will live our days making it clear of who our father of of who sits on the throne of who sits high and looks low who goes on who moves on our behalf and goes before us us, and make sure that our crooked paths are straight father god we thank you for loving us flaws and all And we thank you for sending this word of reassurance that you know everything that's happening in this season. You know, the person that's up at night, you know, the cares of their heart, Father God, you know, the heaviness, you know, you see the tears, Father God, and you're not just turning your head. You're going before us and making the situation better, Father God. So all we must do is endure and lean on you and not our own understanding, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. I pray over each and every person that listens to this episode, Father God, and I pray that they have an encounter with you that changes their life and that gives them a peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that this word plants a seed of strength, Father God, a seed of boldness to continue to stand on your word, regardless of what it looks like around them, Father God. I love you and we love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I love you guys so much. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Christian Bay underscore and subscribe to my YouTube, the Christian Bay TV. I will see you guys on live on Wednesday night at 930 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we'll be talking about not without the fire part two. Bye. Talk to you all later.